I'm Janet Cunningham with the University of Utah Communications Office. Today we are talking about the Department of World Languages and Cultures. More than the study of language, the department offers a comprehensive understanding of cultures through literature, film, history, art, and social political context. Katarina Gerstenberger, professor of German and the chair of the department, is here to discuss more about the value of these degrees. So can we begin by just kind of giving us a background of the department. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, one interesting thing to know is that this department has a very long tradition here at the University of Utah. It was actually founded in 1868 when this university was still uh, the University of Deseret. So we go back a long time. Uh, we are housed in the College of Humanities. We are a very large and diverse department. We teach 22 languages currently and have over 40 faculty, some of them Americans, some of them from the countries uh, of the languages and cultures they teach who are professors in our department. How is this department more than the study of language? Well, we just changed uh, the name of this department. So we now call ourselves a few years ago. So we now call ourselves the Department of World Languages and Cultures, as you said. And the cultures are very important to, to what we do. And when we talk about culture, we mean this in a very broad sense of the word. So it begins with customs, habits, foods of the various uh, nations and, and languages that we teach. But then, of course, it goes on to, to language which uh, it goes on to do literature, to film, and of course literature and film also reflects the cultures of the uh, countries whose languages we teach. So we take a very broad approach to what culture means and we firmly believe that you can actually only really function in another language if you do understand the culture or the cultures, very often it's in the plural because a given country might have more than one culture. So you need to understand these in order to communicate effectively and to understand uh, the people who live there with whom you want to interact. So could you expand a little bit more on why it's so important to understand the cultures of the different languages you're studying, if, if you want to provide any examples, or if you could just give us a little more information? Sure. I mean, if you just know the language, that means you understand the words, you understand the grammar, the vocabulary, you understand what people are saying to you, but what you don't necessarily get without the culture is the meaning of what people are telling you. And it's probably easiest to to um, illustrate this by using an example of American culture. So I see a lot of visitors come to the U.S. and their English skills might be fairly good, but they'll, they'll be asked a question like, how are you? And then they believe that it's now their turn to give a long, detailed uh, discussion of how they're really feeling deep down. And obviously, the American American interlocutor was not looking uh, for for long discussion. They just wanted sort of to uh, signal friendliness, establish contact, and that's it. Or just another example: Oh, let's get together for dinner, and then the visitor might be very disappointed if this invitation never comes because again, it was sort of a signal: I'm friendly, I'm willing to engage, but I'm not necessarily ready to have dinner with you next week. So these are examples. Um, um, that I think illustrate quite well that understanding the words is one thing, but getting the meaning is actually really important. If you want to understand what the person just meant when they talked to you, and the, the better you get at picking up these cues, the better, the more effectively you will 
communicate with people in the culture. And that also, of course, um, applies when you go to foreign countries where you may th say things that you think are completely clear, but they're not to the, to the uh, local and native community because you phrase things in a way or you set them in a context or to a person where it was just not appropriate. So this knowledge really is very important if you want to understand what people are saying to you and if you want to be understood. Do students travel outside of the country while they're are while they're getting their degree, or is it optional? Or do you see most of them s travel outside the country? That is that is optional. It's not a requirement. We do have learning abroad programs in our department. We have seven different ones: some to Europe, some to Asia, and we very much encourage our students to go abroad for a summer program of five weeks. They're all faculty-led at very at good universities, interesting places. It helps students tremendously uh, to do these programs because they're going to have um, formal instruction in the classroom and then they have immersion experiences as they go out into coffee shops, the street, the bus, whatever they do, and talk to uh, people. There. So we very much encourage it. We have some scholarships. We, we, we try to get the information out to students. I think it's about 25% of uh, our students who do this. So that it's a good number. We'd like for it to be higher. And then, of course, also in here in Utah, at the University of Utah, we have a population of people who've done missions in various various countries, and they come back with typically very good speaking and listening skills, so they're wonderful students to work with. We really welcome them in our uh, classes. What they typically still need to work on a little bit is, is reading and writing, because those are skills they don't practice as much um, when they go abroad. But uh, So it's these, these two groups sort of people who go abroad first, if you will, and then come back to the university and take classes here. And those we actively recruit to participate in our learning abroad programs. Can you give us an idea of what types of languages are taught within, this, within the department? We have a lot. We have, as I said earlier, we have 22 languages and we're somewhat exceptional uh, that way. So we teach the sort of traditionally taught languages and that would be Spanish. I mean, that's the biggest language in this department, probably any modern foreign language department. We have German, we have French, we have Italian. Um, we have a number of Asian languages, Chinese, Japanese, Korean, but also lesser taught Asian languages like Hindi, Urdu, Vietnamese, Cambodian. So it's, it's pretty broad. We also have American Sign Language. We have indigenous languages. We have Navajo, obviously Native American language. We have Quechua and Nahuatl. Those are Central American and Latin American indigenous languages. We have Arabic Persian, where you can do uh, uh, an area of emphasis. Russian, we have. So it's it's a broad range of, of, of languages. And I, I can say I'm very proud, actually, that we are able to offer this many choices to our students. What kind of careers do you see your students going into after they graduate, either undergraduate students or graduate students? There are a lot of options, really, for students. I mean, the traditional career is teaching, and a lot of st our students actually do that, um, both on the undergraduate and the graduate uh, 
level and the graduate students then go on to uh, PhD programs and become university professors, even though that's no longer um, the only route for them to go, let's say. Um, undergraduate students, etc., or, or MA students, teaching is a great profession, especially here in Utah, where we have, as people probably know, the dual language immersion program. And just to get the message out there, the state of Utah is looking for teachers. We need language teachers. So if you're interested in this, uh, uh, contact the department. But to be clear, teaching is certainly not the only thing that you can do with language studies. I would say it's it's actually almost limitless what you can do. I mean, you can combine it with a lot of other fields. I mean, academic fields, like if you want to be historian, it's good to have a language, but also um, engineering, other sciences, health sciences, for instance, tourism, IT business. If you have another language, I think you're going to be a particularly attractive um, potential employee because f for two reasons, I would say. I mean, A, you can, if that's what your job requires, you can communicate with people from other cultures. But also, generally speaking, you're going to have a better idea of... Um, what, what culture and communication mean even in your own language. I mean, one argument for language study is um, you're going to understand your own language and your own culture much better if you move out a little bit and and study another language. So, so and, and this is a skill that students um, acquire when they uh, study language that that's transferable to all kinds of uh, careers. Sort of more specifically, of course, we do have quite a few students who go on to do government careers, for instance, U.S. government, that require languages. I mean, we have students who want to join the CIA because they have uh, skills in critical languages or the diplomatic service. So, I mean, there the language would come in sort of in a more concrete uh, fashion where they actually have to speak Chinese, German, whatever the case may be, on a regular basis. But there are a lot of options that you can pursue with language to be international companies, for instance. I mean, obviously, you'd need then to learn what's what's uh, or know um, what the company needs you to do. But you can also use your language, whatever it may be, to to communicate with people in that particular country or culture. So it's 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 very varied what you can do with language. That was Katarina Gerstenberger of the University of Utah's Department of World Languages and Cultures. Visit humanities.utah.edu for more information about this department and other areas of study offered through the College of Humanities.